and welcome to the Taylor County Sheriff's Podcast for the week of February 9th. Today we're going to be talking about our reserve programs and our volunteer programs for the Sheriff's Office. I've got Renee Bunting, Sheriff Jason Michael, and Sergeant Randy Ford. I also have our illustrious producer, Tommy Allen. Yay! You can insert some applause there for yourself. Oh, thanks. Thank you. So, Randy, give us a little bit of an overview about your your history, your career, what you've done in the past, and, and how much uh, you like volunteering for the office. Well, I started out in law enforcement in 1995. I initially worked at Manitou Springs. Then I was the chief marshal at Green Mountain Falls. And when I retired from law enforcement, I still wasn't ready to quit. And I decided to go ahead and apply at Teller County Sheriff's Office. And I have to say the last seven years, it's been very rewarding and a lot of personal satisfaction. Great group of people. I know we, we uh, you know, we use your services all the time. I mean, I see you at the courthouse. I see you on other assignments. I see you in a car. You know, it's you're, you're uh, quite active. Yeah, the reserves at Teller County participate in a lot of aspects of the agency. We have reserves who do patrol. We have reserves who do detentions, do court and transport, prisoner transport. We have them that participate on the honor guard. And we also have reserves that participate in investigations as well. So the reserves are a big part of all the operations at Teller County. And also, they help out a lot when we have the events that have alcohol, like the Gold Rush Days up in Victor when they have the um, the, dan- the street dance. When they have the uh, fair, they have the big dinner and dance um, on the weekends, and they work that event because they go into, like, midnight. And uh, reser- the reserves really help a lot with that. And Sergeant Ford has just been a huge, huge help. I've actually got a story about Sergeant Ford. Oh, um, yeah? During one of these events where the where the uh, the, the reserves were, were helping out. It was, what was it, two... Uh, where was it was when I was riding with you during the uh, Pikes Peak Hill climb? Was that two, two years ago? Yes. Um, and yes. so uh, doing a ride along with him and another reserve sergeant, and there we are. We'd stop to get some food. We're in this little restaurant about halfway up the mountain, and we are walking out after eating. Uh, and Sergeant Ford looks across this incredibly crowded store, spots one guy, and says something. Like, I don't. I don't remember exactly what your words for it were, but it was something like, "I need to have a look at that guy." So you work your way over there and you start talking to the guy. And what, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he was pale. He was had what lightly sweating. And Sergeant Ford takes control of this guy and very calmly guides him and his entire family all the way in back into the restaurant and takes control of everybody in the in that restaurant. Takes control of the person, his family, the, the people behind the counter, me and, and the uh, the other reserve sergeant takes control of the entire situation. Then the uh, the EMS folks arrive and he takes control of them. And so he's got control of everything going on inside that room until the, uh, the ambulance shows up. And you know, he's part of the, the uh, effort to get the gentleman into the en- uh, anv- uh, <laughs> ambulance. Click, click. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> uh, into the ambulance. And uh, it, was, it was amazing uh, watching you work during that time. I took a whole bunch of, well, I had other pictures of you, but I, yeah, through the story up on Facebook and the community, everybody who saw that from Teller County was was talking about how your medical background has helped them out before, and how great it is to have somebody like that uh, working with the uh, working with the sheriff's office that, that you were there to to help that gentleman. And I guess I don't know what was wrong with him. I, what was wrong with him? 
Uh, we were up at 12,000 foot on Pikes Peak. We were at the Glen Cove restaurant. And uh, the gentleman had a prior history of, of cardiac trouble. And going to that altitude, and he was actually from a much lower altitude is where his residence was at. And that high altitude kind of set off some of those cardiac troubles again. But uh, thankfully, able to get him help immediately and get him transported down the mountain. But uh, I had forgotten all about that, Tommy. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I just, we walk out in that room. Everybody's very casual, just kind of moving through the crowd. And you look up and you all of a sudden click, you lock in on the guy. It was, it was a pretty amazing to watch. So you kind of went over there and you had figured out what was wrong with him be before he probably figured out what was going on with him. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people at that altitude are going to be mouth breathing anyway. Okay. But uh, looking over at him, he just looks sick. At that altitude, you have to kind of go ahead and suspect that, you know, people are going to have difficulty up there, especially the Flatlanders. But very fortunate to get him help right away. So how many years have you worked the Pikes Peak Hill Climb? Oh, gosh. Uh, I was uh, with Cascade Fire Department for 26 years. And as a, I was the chief down there a couple of times, and I was a volunteer firefighter paramedic with them. And I think I'm right at about uh, almost 29 years doing the Pikes Peak Hill Climb now. Sheriff, sure, I want to get you in on this. Uh, what is your goal? What is your vision with the reserve program and some of our other volunteer services? Well, early on in my career, I was actually in charge of the reserves for Teller County. So we built it up to about 28 reserves at that time. So my main goal is to build the reserve program back to where I think it needs to be. And the nice thing about the reserves is that reserves are a volunteer unit that are made up of community members that um, they, they do it for free. And what happens a lot of times we get a lot of retirees in. We get folks that have been in law enforcement for a lot of years that have a lot of good mentoring for the young deputies. And a lot of it is to mentor young deputies on how to be a cop again. Um, the other side of it, too, is they have a better ability to just to talk to people. It's more of a, um, you know, it's more of a heart towards the community and what we do. And that, to me, is an important thing. The reserves bring a lot of aspects to the sheriff's office that we just couldn't do. You know, we, we have a finite amount of deputies for a large volume of calls in the county. And the reserves help out in every function throughout. Anything from the SWAT to the TNT to regular patrol work, to the courthouse, to transports. There's nothing that they don't do. And they're just that extra helping hand all the time. And Randy embodies that. You know, he's here constantly. He's run awards for being a volunteer. Um, he's just been amazing. And uh, we have other reserves too. We've had one reserve that has been in the reserve unit now for, I don't know how many years. He's been on the SWAT team for many, many years. He's a retired veteran great capabilities and just brings a, that added piece to to what we need for those different units. You've got a lot of the reserves that have come through that reserve program that are now full-time deputies. Uh, we have Nick Piper. He's one. We had a gentleman named Dave Sloan. Uh, he worked in our jail forever. He came through. Eric Hellman, a sergeant. He came through the reserve program that we had, our reserve academy. So, you know, we've had a long history of, of reserve programs and uh, I just don't know how you'd run an agency without them. They're just an amazing group of people that, that we're very fortunate to have. Randy, you were talking earlier about all the different things that, that reserves can get into. It's kind of like if you have experience and you're qualified, you can just come in and do the job that you were doing if that's what you want to do at this agency. If you're, like I said, as long as you're qualified and accepted, right? Uh, absolutely. If you ha still have your post certification, 
and you'd like to come in and work detentions, prisoner transport, the courthouse security, or get back on the road and work patrol, all those are an option for those deputies when they join the reserve program. It's very rewarding. There's a lot of personal satisfaction to it, and it's a great group of men and women, a lot of fun to work with. Say you're, um, you're, you're a police officer and you like to ride ATVs or UTVs in, in patrol. We have force patrols available. We have, we have ATVs. We have UTVs. Of course, we have our SUVs. Greg, we've got 596 square miles of fun. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it lends to a, an, an environment where you can do a lot of things. And the nice thing about the reserves are we have time. We have things that we can be done. The Forest Service patrols, anything from snowmobiles to you name it, working in investigations. Um, it's just an environment that allows them to do whatever they want to do. And it's huge for us. We offset the county costs you know, of having a reserve. How many hours did the reserves work last year, Renee? Do we know? Oh my gosh, a ton, a ton of hours. The, um, I, I just saw it, well, in January. Over a thousand hours probably? Oh, easily over easily. a thousand, easily. So you figure a thousand hours times $30 an hour. And what does that come out to as a tax savings for the county uh, as a whole? And, uh, you know, it's been a struggle to sometimes have the county as, as a whole understand what that value is to the community. The HDSA actually performs the function of uh, cost of uniforms and equipment. Honorary Deputy Sheriff's Association. Honorary, yep. They actually are the funding mechanism for the reserves. County doesn't have to pay anything for the reserve cost and use. So, you know, this, this unit doesn't cost anything to the taxpayers of this county. They're here as just a benefit. And I think that's important for people to know. Well, the reserves and the posse both because they attend training with the deputies, so we're not paying for that. That's nothing extra. But I think the biggest thing, especially to our younger deputies that we have in the agency, is the the wealth of information that they have, um, the knowledge that the reserves bring with them because they come from every aspect, um, our veterans that we have there, um, just like the posse. You know, the, the jobs that they did in their previous lives that they retired and now they're giving back to their communities. I think that's huge. I know the posse, they have uh, 21 posse members and they did over 5,500 hours um, of volunteer time for Teller County. That's huge. That's huge. Um, and it's just one of the big, we can't thank them enough for all the stuff that they do. They work every weekend in the summer. And Randy, um, whenever we have somebody, every day, every day. Every day. <laughs> I see him more than some full-time people. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But I think that's just dedication. That's commitment to your community. And uh, and then that speaks volumes to people. So I, I can't thank you enough, Randy, for all that you do for the agency, uh, for our community. And, and I really appreciate everything. Well, the interesting thing, too, is the community doesn't see the reserves as just reserves. They look at you as, hey, you're the full-time uh, sheriff's deputy. Absolutely. And that's the way we want it to look, too. I don't want that to be uh, any different because, really, the reserves bring as much as a full-time deputy to us. And and I think that's an important piece. A lot of agencies will separate and won't allow the right. reserve programs to do as much. Um, I feel like they're trusted members of the agency and that they do get to do everything that no, everyone I agree. Does. I agree. The reserves, in just in their presence, augment the strength of the patrol force and the deputies that are on duty. And there's many times that a deputy may have to wait for cover. If we have a reserve that's riding along with people that day, that's going to go ahead and cut down on the impact on the full-time staff. 
but I highly recommend retired law enforcement officers or people that are just starting in their law enforcement career that want to learn more about the job. The reserves is the perfect way to go ahead and utilize your time and hours. It's a lot of fun with a great staff. Well, and this is something too for when guys come out of the academy and they're having a hard time finding a job. A reserve unit can give them the hours and time they need to keep their credentials. And that's important because after two years of not finding a job in this career, you lose your post status that you may have just have paid $13,000 for. So without a reserve program, some of those guys don't get to keep their status and then they have to go through another academy to even even get it back um, to look for a job. And those reserves are allowed to go ahead and work in detentions to see if they would like to follow that career path. And they're allowed to go ahead and work patrol, too, to see if they'd rather be on the road. So the opportunities that a reserve has is actually a little bit better than the full-time guys because you're able to go ahead and pick which venue you'd like to go ahead and concentrate on. It's a great program. We couldn't ask for better people. And you have two new uh, reserves getting ready here to start here pretty quick. So how many reserves do you have total now? Uh, this brings us up to nine. And uh, the uh, new reserves that are coming in are both experienced. One gentleman has 40 years experience in law enforcement, and he's probably going to concentrate on the investigation section. And it's a, it's a, a very great pleasure to go ahead and welcome those guys into the reserve force with us. That's great because we're getting ready to start up our uh, events for the summer. And I think that's uh, one of the big things that I like is just all the different uh, venues that we have. You know, the street dances and uh, takes you by the parades. Um, we know, Renee, because you keep us running to all of them. I know, I know. And it's a lot of fun. So thank you, Randy. Yep. Thank you. Never miss the, the rodeo. That's always a good time every year. <laughs> it is. Now, there are some requirements to be a reserve. Yes, we do need post-certification, and it has to be current. And post-certification is good for three years. We'll go ahead and provide the training for you to go ahead and keep you current. And we uh, need you to be CPR qualified, need to be able to qualify with your weapon, also need to pass driving course, and arrest control as well. And you'll attend all the same training that the full-time staff goes to, and that'll go ahead and maintain your post certificate here in the state of Colorado. And what is the requirement, 16 hours a month? Only 16 hours per month. You can come in ride patrol, you can come in work detentions in the jail, whatever you'd like to do, and it only requires 16 hours a month. And I think it's good because um, people who have a regular job uh, during the week, they could come in and work a Saturday and a Sunday and get that 16 hours knocked out. And certainly with the summertime coming up and how busy we are with the special events, it's no trouble getting that 16 hours. Versus the posse where there's some different requirements for that, correct? Right. Posse, they do 10 hours a month. Um, We have um, training uh, during the month, and then we also have our administrative meetings where we do just paperwork type things. But they normally have events every weekend, like I said, so they have no problem getting their hours in uh, for the 120 a year. But please don't hesitate to contact Deputy Bunting or myself, Randy Ford, and be more than happy to put you through the application process and get you fixed up with it. And again, I invite everybody that's post-certified. Let's talk about Tommy. Let's talk about me. (laughs) I I actually do want to talk about why I do this recording stuff for the the sheriff's office. Um, You know, I'm a retired Army veteran. I have a lot of time overseas. 
in some really terrible places. And uh, while I was gone, home was always that light. It was always that bright place that I was going to come back to. I knew I'd come back, I'd find safety, I'd find happiness, I'd find peace, is what I'd find. And it was because of the work of the people in this room and the people like the people in this room who have chosen this life to do that hard work to make this a safe place to come back to. I've always appreciated that. I've never, I've never taken that for granted. And so, first of all, thank you all for that. But uh, secondly, you know, my, my expertise is in, in doing this kind of production stuff. And so that's how I can give back to you is to get the word out about the great things that this agency is doing to the people out there who need to know this kind of thing. Not everybody has the experience where they're away and then they come back to a place that's so comfortable. They, they are here all the time, so they don't really realize or have perspective on that. So maybe this gives them a little bit of perspective. So that's, that's why I do it. Thank you, everybody in this room. Thank, Thank you, Tommy. Any Thank you. law enforcement people out there that may be listening to this. And Tommy, is uh, you're now part of the Honorary Deputy Sheriff Association? Yes, I just got uh, the first email. Yep. I'll be at the, the meeting next week, this so week. Tommy's an honorary deputy uh, member. And, uh, you know, that it's we, we have some great volunteer programs. We do. And we have, uh, you, we have the search and rescue. We've got um, the posse. We've got citizen volunteers. We've yes. got the reserve program. Um, and we're always trying to find another program. <laughs> so... You know, there's many, many different ways to volunteer with the Teller County Sheriff's Office. Absolutely. And we want you as community members to be a part of this agency. I think that's what makes us different. And I think that's what makes us unique in the law enforcement world is that, uh, you know, we see each citizen as a member of our agency. And uh, you bring so much to the table as our community members. And I think that's important. Uh, and it will continue to be important as long as I'm here. And, and I think, uh, you know, we just keep moving forward with that. And, and I just want to say our volunteers are probably better than anybody else's volunteers. Just because I, I agree, sir. I agree. I, think I agree. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself and you have something to offer, please get with us. You can go to tellercountysheriff.com or you can call the sheriff's office at 719-687-9652 and you can get in touch with Sergeant Randy Ford for the reserve program or Deputy Renee Bunting for the posse program or if you just have questions 